Hello. Welcome to the Hackathon demo panel. Hey. So uh, <clears throat> we have three teams up here. Um, who, who out there doesn't know what a hackathon is? Anybody? So a hackathon is a, um, a competition where developers, designers, idea people, creatives get together and spend 24 hours building brand new prototypes from scratch using various APIs from the internet and from sponsors. And so these teams spent the weekend, instead of enjoying the beautiful, smoky San Francisco weather, they spent it um, up all night at Upload VR making brand new things. And the judges, <clears throat> a very esteemed panel of judges, picked these teams to come and present to you all. And so to go and make it so they have as much time as possible, we're going to get this started. And I'm not even going to tell you about the teams because they're going to tell you all about them. We're going to start with Matt Lewis from Crowd Remix. Can we give it up for Matt? Give it up. What an awesome opportunity. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Luann, for putting this together. My name is Matt Lewis. I'm with a company called Common Edits. Uh, and in case you guys did not know this, uh, there, there's no longer physical limitations to global distribution of music. Like that, that was 10 years ago, like very simple. But for some reason, we're still talking about how to make the, the old system work in today's world. Uh, all the attorneys love talking uh, uh, up here about how to split fractions of, of percentages. Uh, but we're, we're in a digital world where music is copy and paste. Uh, why are we paying for physical infrastructure? So music became a file, right, an MP3. And then all of a sudden, people started sharing it on Napster. Uh, at its peak, there was 3 million people on Napster, and it completely changed the music industry. In fact, Steve Jobs said, people don't want to be stealing this music. It's just literally the only way they can get it. So he made the iPod, and then 80% of that market went and started paying for music. But now it's happening again. There's 7 billion streams a month with no revenue going from the fan to the artist. Uh, and, and it is because we have, we have uh, places like SoundCloud that are allowing uh, artists to take copywritten music, ripped off YouTube and, and other places, remix it, and then put it onto their platform. And so th this creates a situation where fans can no longer buy it. Uh, so how could we monetize this uh, uh, potential opportunity? So on the copyright, you need legal permission for somebody to use your original work. And that's oftentimes complicated for most musicians. On the copy left, you can put a Creative Commons license on it. And other people can use your work. If revenue happens, you're definitely not going to see it. And so we created a copy middle. And, and it's uh, essentially where you've created an original piece of work you want other people to use it. You're saying specifically, I, I made it for you guys to use it. And if your remix sells, I want to see revenue. So uh, how does that work in practicality? Uh, say this guy's a, a great artist. He, he made something. And then this DJ is like, hold up. And he puts his spin on it. And then all of his fans are like, this is awesome. I want to listen to it. In today's world, no revenue, even though this fan spends on average three times more than the average listener. But say there was a copy middle license that he put on his original work. So by the time it got to the remixer, he knew, drag along license, I can have it, it's copy middle, I can sell it as soon as I'm done, so that this fan can listen to it and buy it, which is what they want to do. So how did we implement it? So we uploaded music, all of the public domain music, anything Creative Commons uh, 0.0, which means you can use it for commercial purposes. We gathered all of it, 20,000 uh, instrumentals, 100,000 sound effects, uh, overall millions of sound segments. We then built a remix tool which you can pull all of this music into, you can make a remix and hit publish. Because we have the remix tool, we know what content makes it into a remix, and we can add that all together and have a percentage of ownership. Uh, and then we have a leaderboard in order to identify 
talented people. So can SoundCloud do this? No, they're, they're polluted with copywritten content, uh, so we created it ourselves. Uh, and we didn't start by telling people copy middle and this complicated thing. We just said, no, unlimited sample packs and sound effects. That's all the draw we need for this to convert at 60%. And so the next step is when you sign in, you can start creating a new composition. What does that look like? You can pull from sample packs at different beats per minute. All public domain, all creative commons, anything you use, you can sell. You can go to sound effects, and you can be like, today I'm feeling like the beach. I can search for Hawaii. I wonder what that looks like. Here's what, the, what it ends up, uh, the sound effects look like. You're like, oh, what is... Oh, here's some stuff I can start using. Okay, and you can, you can start gathering your music, hunting and gathering. You can go back to your samples and, and like songs. What am I in, 90 beats per minute? All I do is search for 90, and all of the public domain music has been analyzed for beats per minute. So thousands upon thousands of songs I, I can start uh, using to create. And what happens if you start stacking all this public domain music? You start getting songs. You, you've turned free stuff in, into value that, that people can enjoy and, and maybe use for, for uh, personal listening, may, maybe use for, for business uh, cases. Uh, but you can get really beautiful music out of public domain. Okay, so the next step. Once we have a composition, we can go to publish it. And what you're seeing here is a percentage of ownership based off the amount of content that made it into the remix. Of course, us being, being the, the source of a copy middle environment, it makes sense for us to have a piece of the pie so that as this library, this copy middle library is created, uh, there's an entity that, that benefits from uh, it being sold. Uh, there's multiple ways you can interact with it. You can export it because people have their own DAWs. Uh, or when you hit publish, it goes ahead and analyzes it. And what you, what you get, what our hackathon project was, is it created uh, this JSON file that has all the ownership uh, based off of what you just um, published. It can then create a Ethereum contract. Why does this matter? I'm not here pitching blockchain. I'm pitching the fact that if you have an ownership of a digital content, you, you can put that on a smart contract so that when Pandora or Spotify pays a dollar, it automatically gets split into their wallet. Uh, do you have to use blockchain for this? No, but there's lots of really cool things you can do once the rights are on blockchain. Uh, we, we ended up making a, um, uh, uh, an interactive screen for users who aren't familiar with Ethereum. Uh, the ownership of different songs can just go to the wallets associated with the artists. If you want to send it to Spotify, Pandora, or YouTube, you certainly can. Uh, and then it ends up being a leaderboard of uh, all, all of these songs that you can end up um, selling. So there's multiple genres that you can get into, uh, super fun. Um, the, the other piece of the puzzle is that we have time stretch and phase stretch. So even something that's at 90 beats per minute can sound good with 120 beats per minute. And so now it's a unlimited musical environment where anything you make, as long as you accept terms and conditions, can be legally sold to your fans. Uh, and, th and that is our hackathon project called Common Edits. Thank you. Uh, well, um, it's it's arbitrary, and, and it can be it can be moved up, moved down, based off of what incentivizes the artist uh, to to make music. And because on the copy left, it, nobody really has a, a stake in it. On the copyright, it's almost like too much of a stake. It makes sense for for not quite a nonprofit, but but a company in the middle that understands that there's a mix between completely free and and completely copyrighted.
Yes, uh, there, there's a spot to upload it during the, uh, the composition process. Uh, because we can't verify that it is um, uh, not copywritten, we, we then quarantine the uploads until it's, it's verified. Uh, but then it goes back into the copy middle environment. Yeah, uh, what if I want to uh, edit the song on my own software? Logic Pro, Pro Tools, Ableton? Absolutely, so, so you can bounce it out. That was the first thing that artists asked for. They're like, wow, this is a really cool unlimited platform, but I'm so used to my own DAW that I just want to bounce it out. So we're like, great, $10 and you can bounce out anything. Okay. A database? It's harder to index audio. Oh, do, uh, human you, yeah, tagged. Was that? Human tagged. Give it up for Crowd Remix. All right, now we have CJ Carr, Zach Zukowski, and Legitimify. Give it up for Legitimify, please. And also these guys. Give it a round. We love AI music. It's our friggin' passion. We've been working on generative music since the days of Echonest Remix API, which we would use to make data bots, SoundCloud bots that automatically remixed music and interacted with the fans. Um, and we ended up coining this term data bot that became a book. Um, but like our love really shut off when we saw neural style transfer. I don't know if you guys remember this, but this is when uh, we started, scientists, deep learning started taking pictures like the Mona Lisa into the style of Picasso or Mona or Van Gogh. Um, and we started generating faces that aren't real faces. And so like, oh, okay, we gotta do this for music. We gotta figure this out. So enter WaveNets. WaveNets is how you generate sound waves. You generate it one sample at a time. And these things are heavy. It takes days and days to train them. Um, and and out of this came Deep Idol. Um, and uh, at the South by Hackathon, we ran into CTO of Amazon, Warner Vogels, who graciously donated 100K worth of Amazon credits so we could continue this research. And it's really expensive GPU processing. <laughs> so we took a bunch of Eminem acapellas. And generated counterfeit Eminem. Sounds ridiculous. Now, one thing you'll notice is that it doesn't learn, learn English. It doesn't really have like a sense of rhythm. It doesn't have a sense of composition. But nevertheless, uh, artists started getting interested in it. Um, we, we partnered with B, uh, UK Championship Beatboxer Reaps One to make him a bot of his own beatboxing. Um, but anyway, so this hackathon came around and our goal was to f fix this composition stuff. All right, song ha songs have this hierarchical uh, structure to it. Can the generative music also fit this structure, like verse, chorus, energy, tension release? Um, and so to do this, we started borrowing ideas from text-to-speech. So, Does the quick brown fox jump over the lazy dog? So the, the, the cutting edge in text-to-speech, this is stuff like beyond Siri, beyond Alexa, um, is fully end-to-end -end neural. And Google's releasing this in their Google Assistant, uh, their next version. Um, so we, we borrowed this research and put it towards music. Um, 
So this was our first result. To be expected, it took, it took Google weeks on dozens of GPUs to even train the first model. Um, that was the beatboxing. But you can still hear some rhythm in there. Uh, okay, so we like, okay, what else can you do in a, in a hackathon? Uh, so we tried a different method. This, this one using mosaicing. So given a song, so this, this like pop song. Um, what if we build it out of pieces of Creative Commons material? And so instead of predicting one sample at a time, we're predicting slices of songs. So we have a, a, we made a, we have a database of 13,000 Creative Commons songs, and we arranged it all from, from this database to create a new song. So you can start to hear composition. You can hear rhythm in there. Uh, and give it up for this guy for coming up with that algorithm. It's getting there. It's getting there. Um, so the interesting thing about this is that there are hundreds of attributions uh, from Creative Commons, which is, um, and, oh, but by the way, you know, it passes content filters. So, yeah, we, we're, we've legitimized a song legally. Legitimify. Okay, okay. So what, what, what is this? It's more than just making really, really expensive art that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars to make. Um, it, it's, the, it's a product, and it's neural synthesis. And it's the new text-to-speech. It's the stuff that's beyond Siri. Um, and w w we have a lot of companies that are like, doing automatic royalty-free music. And these guys are great, like Jukedeck, Amper, iMuse. Um, and they're doing a lot of rule-based and MIDI-based. Um, th their next future is going to be end-to-end -end neural synthesis. Um, and the digital audio workstation, you know, we're dealing with sequencers, Ableton, Pro Tools. You know what the future? Can, can anyone? Neural synthesis. Okay. So n why neural? Neural gives us superpowers, like these. Neural allows us to take black and white photos and color them. Neural lets us to take, it lets us do auto automatic mastering. Neural lets us take pixelated images and do super resolution. We can, we can upsample. So we do this with audio, take like lo-fi, maybe like old recordings, upsample them to high def. Um, Neural gives, lets us do creative, be, like creative assistance. Check out, have you seen this, the, the like edges to cats? You just draw edges and outcome full cats. And the cool thing about that, <laughs> 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 so if you go ahead and draw like something avant-garde, you get like, all right, so, so now start thinking like, oh, what if, what if music? What if music? What if, what if I could just like sing into my phone and out comes like the Philharmonic Orchestra, like full symphony stuff? All right, neural. Let's just do style transfer. We can take a video of fire, a picture of pizza, and make pizza fire. Um, we we can do arithmetic with faces. Take a man with glasses, subtract man without glasses, add woman without glasses. You get a, wo a woman with glasses. We take media, and media turns into a vector, and we can just do math, regular arithmetic on it. That's what's beautiful about neural. Um, and you'll be seeing this in music, right? We'll take the Beatles, and we'll mix it with Venetian snares and get brand new music. 
Um, so yeah, creative assistance. You, you can imagine painting. Yeah, okay. So anyway, this is the present day DAW, and this is, this is what the future is going to be. Any questions? D deep learning research. So if my voice makes a philharmonic, then why is the philharmonic still playing instruments and why is anyone learning a violin still? Oh, uh, and then what happens when we run out of violins to sound like? I'm not sure if your question is if the humans will run out of creativity or... If well, we why would humans have creativity or? if all you have to do now is not have creativity? <laughs> oh, no, that's definitely not what this is. This is the enhancement of creativity. This is what Photoshop did for editing images. This is putting superpowers into the hands of humans. But it's like Photoshop that a computer runs itself, right? Because like... <laughs> cause, kind cause, of, but it's more interesting with humans. That's fair. Okay. On the controls, for sure. <laughs> Why can't you just go, we can use anything as inputs and create music, right? Like, Ooh, yeah. because yeah. you don't need to use a one piece of art to create a mosaic of another piece of art, right? You start right. with, so with some other material. Give it up for CJ, y'all. All right, so we have our last team, which is our winning team. Everybody give it up for Team Play Along. Our winners, Aaron Clayton Dunn, Desmond Sadler, Wei Kui Zhao, and Stefan Aronson. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming. Um, really appreciate your time. Uh, so we, uh, we all came together at the hackathon itself. Um, Desmond and I are co-founders of, um, of a music education startup called TuneLark. And, um, uh, when we jumped at the opportunity to participate in a music tech hackathon, um, and then we met these two other uh, great contributors um, at the event itself, and and got to thinking um, about what to build, and uh, decided to build something that would uh, teach a foundational music skill um, through a simple, fun, engaging interface, um, and uh, we decided to take a Beyonce music video and um, make it. Uh, and, and give people a way to actually learn the chords to the song um, and play along with her as she's singing. Um, so I'll just jump right into the demo and then we can talk a little bit more about it after. So notes are gonna start coming down here. I don't know if you can see them. And um, they correspond to chords here. So it's sort of teaching you and showing you how this works and it gives you feedback as you play. So if I get one wrong, it's red. So I'll just kind of for a sec. Remember those walls I built? Well, baby, they're tumbling down. And they didn't even put up a fight. They didn't even make a sound. I found a way to let you in, but I never really had a doubt. Standing in the light of your halo. I got my angel now It's like I've been awakened Every rule I had you breaking It's the risk that I'm taking I ain't never gonna shut you out Everywhere I'm looking now 
so that was kind of our, our prototype that we built in the 24 hours. Um, and yeah, the idea is uh, the way that music is taught uh, today in the 33,000 schools that it's taught across the United States um, is actually a little inefficient and it's not always super fun. And um, learning uh, ear training skills is one of the most important foundational skills you can learn. Um, typically the way it's taught is um, if I were the teacher, I'd have a piano here and I would just play a, you know, a chord for you or play a chord progression and um, probably play it 12 times until the last student doesn't you know, need it to hear it again as everyone's like scribbling it in a notebook. Um, and then you move on to the next one and you can get through maybe like 10 chords or something um, in an hour session and then everyone goes home frustrated. Um, so uh, we wanted to make something that would allow people to learn at their own pace and to learn um, uh, to learn uh, in a more fun way, listening to music that they like maybe. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the concept behind this, and it was fun to just throw together a project in a day. Um, oh, yeah, right. So there were APIs, uh, API partners sponsoring the, the hackathon, and we, um, um, one of them was Cloudinary, and so that was uh, a really great platform for um, uh, managing your media assets. So, for instance, we used it for the um, audio and video, and um, it, it just gave us an easy way to make uh, that really accessible no matter like how fast your internet connection was. Um, and uh, the other one is? You can actually, um, one of the reasons why we hosted it with them is yeah, you want to come everyone, um, one of the reasons why we hosted it with them is because um, everyone can actually go play this right now if you want to try it out for yourself. Um, just go to tunelark.com and then go to slash play along. And then, um, yeah, we're really, we're really excited to, uh, be able to build games like this potentially if we keep working on this, which I hope to, for a lot of other songs. Um, the tech that we used actually allows us to simply play along with any YouTube video. Um, and as long as we play it perfectly ourselves, we um, log all those actions and then we can just generate a game. So all it takes for us to add a song is to have Aaron or myself play along with a new Tom, or a, uh, not a new Tom Petty song, Free Fallen by Tom Petty, and then um, we have a video that anyone can jam along to on the bus. Um, the one other um, uh, API that we used from the event uh, was, uh, I don't know if we were going to be able to demo it here, but... Yeah, um, so... Oh, go ahead. Okay, actually, actually we have another feature, like uh, actually you can use the TwoFinder or YouTube API to get any song you want, so uh, we created a very easy convenient way for the people, for every public, you, even people like me, uh, music dummy, I want to learn something, I can use search engine to search any favorite song or pop song you would like to play with. And uh, after searching it, you can just uh, uh, find the result and direct to the, uh, the, the game part and you can play with that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's, you can start with this and uh, play any game uh, with your favorite song. Cool. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions? Yeah. So, so you're talking about playing with any song. So are you saying that it automatically detects what chords are in the song? No. So we actually oh. tag songs manually. That way we can um, have a human make sure that uh, we're getting the chord progression right okay. or the melody line if we had a, a game for that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Actually, we create some tools for the for any contributor. It can be uh, crowdsourcing in the in the future, like any fans or 
people like this song can contribute such kind of different, uh, different uh, gameplay for even for different difficulty level. So yeah, it's open to everyone. Everyone can edit it, and everyone can play with that. Yeah. Are there questions? Oh um, yeah, it's a uh, tune find and cloudinary. So the, the reason that we used uh, TuneFind was that they, they tell you what um, music is showing up in uh, TV shows and movies that you're watching. So we're trying to keep our app very relevant so that that way like, people who uh, um, want to be at the cutting edge of music and want to be playing songs that they heard yesterday or that are trending, they can, they can feel very relevant to pop culture right now. All right, thanks everybody for coming. Feel free to come and talk to all the teams. And um, the winning team is coming to the South by Southwest Hackathon. So if you're going to be at South by, come and check in and see how they're doing with their progress there. Thank you, and we'll see you around.